Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Down the I-10 edition of the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. We are hoping Craig Morgan is getting across the country and not having a thousand delays to New York. But alas, we are taking this opportunity to do some travel of our own, if you will, quote unquote, take a trip down the I-10. But before we start, Petey, how are you doing today? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. And I think our travel down the I-10 was much smoother and much easier. Yeah. We just picked up a couple snacks, filled up with gas and boom, down the <laughs> I-10. And there we go. And Craig's, <laughs> I just, I honestly, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to start following him on Twitter. If I get the, oh, we're on time and we landed. I'm just, it's not, I'm not expecting that, but it's good. It's, it's, I never it's, expected. Things are great. I, I love talking about the Tucson Roadrunners because I think that's an important piece of, of a rebuilding process is having a, a good team down in the minor leagues. Yep. And, you know, last season, the Roadrunners had their struggles. A lot of it had to do with the injuries for the Coyotes, the number of call-ups. It just seemed like they never had their whole roster together. But so far, it's been a little bit more stable to start the season. The Roadrunners are 6-2 and two to start, and a lot of those wins have come in a row as well. They're currently second in the Pacific Division, only behind the Ontario Reign, and Ontario's just played one more game than them and have one more win. Um, so it's been a, it's been a really great hot start for the Tucson Roadrunners. I think this is kind of what we expected last year when we talked about a team that's rebuilding in the national league level and you look at the American league and you hope that this would be what you saw with their developing players. But one thing I think that's a little bit different with what's going down in Tucson right now, as you mentioned, they're only one point behind the rain and that's because the rain have played more games, which actually was a win. You look at the guys that are leading this team right now in Tucson and it's veteran leadership. It's Carconi, it's Delphan, who's been around uh, JSD who's been around a long time Deneen you see Cracknell uh, and you've seen guys that are older and more experienced that are helping out guys like Nathan Smith and Jan Unique so and Ben McCartney so you see that mix and I think that that's what they missed a little bit last year some of that veteran leadership and I really do think that's what's helping propel them in the standing so far in the Pacific Division. Absolutely. So they have a six game homestand coming up here, which I'm sure will be nice for them to just be in one place and get some rest, not have to travel. Sometimes those travels with the, you know, in the AHL, it's a lot of back to back games. So this will be an interesting homestand for them. Hopefully they can keep this momentum rolling. And 
like you mentioned, we saw Dauphin called up to Arizona. Fingers crossed, no more injuries and no more, you know, disruption of either squad because both have actually been on a, a bit of a hot streak here. Yeah, and we, you you know, and we both know that that this is a long season for both teams, and injuries are going to affect it. And the Cubs are going to get injuries, and you're going to see players getting called up, and and you're going to see some changes to both rosters at the National League and American League level. So let's hope they can continue to stay hot at both the Tucson and here in um, Tempe. So we'll see, we'll see as the season progresses how this thing ends up. Yeah, it's still early, but um, lots of exciting things to look for. And right now, at the top of the list of players in Tucson with the most points is Michael Carconi. He has 12 points through eight games, three goals, nine assists. Um, so he's, he's kind of been leading this team point wise to start. And we had the chance to catch up with Michael Carconi down the I-10. So let's send it over to Michael. We're really excited to be joined by Tucson Roadrunners forward, Michael Carconi. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, Michael, I'm going to start with last season. So last season you come up and you play 21 games with the Coyotes and that leads into your off season. Does that help you prepare differently than you did maybe the previous year having that much, that many games in the NHL? Did you change the way you trained coming into this season? Did you prepare differently? No, I think it gave me uh, confidence, um, you know, that I can play in the NHL. Uh, I think I approached it the same way as I usually would going into the off season. Uh, knowing I had a little bit of a taste and that I wanted to stay gave me a little bit of drive for sure. Uh, but just kind of stayed with the same routine and, and went after it. So you lead the team in points right now. What do you attribute that success to so far? Definitely my line mates. Uh, I know it's kind of a cliche to, you know, give it to your line mates, but I've played in this league for now my seventh year and uh, success is due to, to who, who you're playing with and the chemistry you have. So I got to give it to those guys. Um, you know, Benny, Benny McCartney is just a guy that's going to go through a wall for you. And, and JS has the skill and, you know, he knows, he knows how to put the puck in the net. So, um, just moving the puck around and getting it to those guys. And that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, you talk about that and, and it's, it's interesting because your line mates are very different in their backgrounds and like Ben's still finding his way as a pro hockey player, Ben McCartney, he's, he's young, he's, he's learning. And then you look at JS day D and he's, he's a veteran guy and both you two guys, you know, when you look at JS and, and yourself, you're experienced players, experienced professionals. Does, does Ben give you a little bit of juice? Is it, are you helping guiding him through? Do you find like you're the mentor almost for one of your line mates? I think he might be the mentor for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he's how old is Ben? He's twenty-two or twenty-one, yeah. and uh, you know it just speaks volumes. He's got an he's an assistant captain on this team uh, because of the way he plays, and and I've talked about it before. This he just gets it. Like he'll go through a wall for you, plays hard every night. You know what you're gonna get from him. Uh, so I have a lot of respect for Benny, and and I just I love his game, and uh, I think me and JS just kind of sit sit back and just go. Like, Crap, this kid's uh he just gets it <laughs> well you talk yeah. about you talk about him being uh, wearing an a and and uh, you do as well what has it been like for you to be a part of this leadership group for this tucson roadrunner team it's definitely been a learning experience for me as well um you know last year is my uh my first year with a letter um and, and kind of just i it happens quick when you go from a guy that's you know played a few years in the league to, okay, now you're the guy with experience, especially on the team last year, we were a younger team. Um, definitely a learning curve. 
this year, um, you know, we have a lot more uh, leadership, older guys here that, to fill those roles. So even guys that don't have a letter like Doff and, and JS and uh, you got Karate, who's, you know, well-spoken. Uh, he's, you know, he's on his third year, I believe. Like, it's just, it's been very easy um, this year. And, and uh, it's just by committee. So right now the team is second in the Pacific division with a six and two record. It's been really a hot start for this team. What's clicking right now and what's different than last season so far? I think our depth uh, is a little different this year. Um, And, you know, just the experience uh, I find the calmness in the room is uh, definitely helping us uh, just going in, you know, game by game. And then I think our depth guys just, are doing such a great job right now. They're playing, you know, a lot of five on five minutes. They're uh, playing the top lines um, and, you know, they're, they're playing them hard and, and I think they're, you know, beating them points wise most nights. So it definitely makes it easier when that's happening. So uh, yeah, I think, I think it's been great. You talk about the, the, we talk a lot about this coaching staff and the experience behind the bench Um, in Tucson. You added Zach Sortini behind the bench. Can you tell us a little bit about what he's added both on and off the ice? I think Stort's just, I know we chatted about it earlier just before we hopped on here. Um, you know, he, he retired a couple years ago, so he's, it's, he's a guy that, you know, played the game. He just understands how you're feeling out there on the bench, uh, and, and what needs to be done on the ice. So, uh, you come back to the bench, you're a little frustrated. He sees it. He knows how you feel. He just, you, you talk to him about it and you move on and, and he just knows how to get into your head and, uh, you know, almost make you feel better. So <laughs> So, uh, no, he's a, he's a very calming presence on the bench for us and, and a very intelligent guy. So uh, happy he's, uh, he's here with us. Do you pay attention at all with what's happening with the Coyotes and what, whether how they're doing or if there are injuries maybe, or are you just really focused on what's going on in Tucson? Uh, I obviously, you, you look and, and you see what's going on in social media. Uh, you try to keep it out of your head as much as you can. You can't control that stuff with what's going on and who's going up and uh, the more you look at it, the more it kind of eats you alive. So you just just focus on what's going on in Tucson. I mean, we're all roadrunners right now, the guys that are here. So um, you just play your game and hope for the best. I got one more follow-up to that, Michael. And this is a tough question. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to spring it on you, but you, but you see you're having a good year. We talked about you leading the team in points right now, and this is a team that's that's two, you know, a couple points out of first place, actually just one, one game out of first. So when you see Lorento Fan, player of the week and he gets the call up. See, so, I mean, the goal is to play in the national hockey league. We get that. When you see a guy that's sitting across from you in the locker room and he gets the call, what's that like for you? Uh, I, you said it yourself, player of the week. Um, you know, I personally don't think I've been playing my best hockey. Um, it just, you know, sometimes the puck falls for you. Sometimes you get lucky bounces um, and, and you get the points, but I think Doff's been rock solid for us. Uh, he plays power play, he plays penalty kill, plays big minutes, five on five, um, you know, and, and I get along with him too. He's, he's a great guy. Uh, no problems in the dressing room. I mean, he's a guy that deserves it. He had a lot of success in the NHL last year. Um, so I think, you know, and, and he's a leader on the team. Uh, so I think, you know, there's obviously conversations towards the back of the bus about, you know, that stuff, but I don't think this group's going to let it affect, you know, what we think of each other, how we're playing or any of that stuff that kind of gets in your head. You don't, 
it's not really a worry. So uh, I'm happy for him. I think he deserves it. Uh, I think he's a great player and uh, hopefully we don't see him again, but uh, you never know. <laughs> well, you talk about that bond and, and the way you guys are getting along right now as a team. What are the goals for this Tucson Roadrunner team? How far do you think this team can go? Yeah, I've played on good teams. I've went to the conference finals and, and uh, this team reminds me a lot of my team in Toronto. There's just a lot of skill, a lot of depth and, and we play the right way. Um, so, you know, I see ourselves going the distance, uh, as long as we can keep everyone healthy and, uh, just stay on the same page. I mean, it's early. Um, we have a lot of work to do, uh, but yeah, I definitely see us getting, getting there and, and, you know, having a chance at, at winning. So, um, I think that's the end goal for all of us. Well, Michael, we can't thank you enough for joining us today and hopefully we'll check in again with you soon at some point this season. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. Appreciate it. Thank you again to Michael Carcone for joining us on Down the I-10. Really great hearing from him and, you know, hearing what he had to say, what's clicking for him, what's clicking for this team. Yeah, the other thing that really found interesting to me is is how he sees himself right now. And, I, and I'm always curious, like, you, you, want, you want to play in the National Hockey League. And when he's talking about, hey, you know, I'm not at the top of my game right now. And yeah, Laurento even Fanny, though he's leading the team in points. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a very humbling statement, which to me really showed the leadership and that tar starts to add to the reasons why this team is doing so well. And you look at his veteran leadership and he said, hey, uh, I'm happy for him. He's a nice kid. He's playing well. Good, good. I'm glad he, you know, I'm glad he got called up. I know I know there's somewhere in the back of his head going, you know what, I, I want to be that guy that gets the next one. And, and maybe he will be. But for that, that self-evaluation, I need to play better. To me, wow, that was a just an unbelievable statement. I need to be better. Yeah, it really was definitely a lot of humility there. And I think that's part of the reason why this team has been playing so well is there it's it's more of a group thing than an, an individual thing. And that's always going to make for a better team. Um, it'll you know, hopefully we'll see Carcone get the call up at some point this season. We saw it at the end of last year. Um, and if he does. Maybe there'll be some lines for him, if you will, on underdog fantasy. And I'm going to, if there are, and this eventually happens, give me the hire on whatever they put for him, because I think he's a motivated player. Um, and I'd be really excited to see what he does. And of course, I'm talking about underdog fantasy, where you can do higher or lower on players for hockey, literally any sport. But, you know, we like to talk about hockey here. You can also do daily fantasy for certain slates of games, the early games, the late games, just a ton of ways to have some fun, make some money um, and not really have to think too much into it. You just pick higher or lower when you're doing your fantasy, just pick players just for that night. No need to manage a team all season long. Check out underdog fantasy. It's so much fun. We love it. You can search in the app store or click on the link in our show notes to sign up with the promo code PHNX and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code PHNX and get in on the action today. And uh, speaking of action, the world cup is on the horizon. It's just a couple weeks away here, which is super, super exciting. And four peaks is going to host all the U S and Mexico world cup match viewing parties at their eighth street pub. Enjoy beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, and more. You can register for this event in our show notes. It's completely free. And uh, you don't want to miss out on the great food and drink at Four Peaks. It's amazing. We love Four Peaks so much. And you can also buy it wherever you get your beer. We've seen people find it at Walmart, 
Target, Fry's, like any place you can think of. And that goes for in Tucson as well. So check it out. You must be 21 or older to drink and enjoy responsibly. Fantastic. So we also had the chance to catch up with Tucson Roadrunners head coach, Steve Pavin, um, who's, I would call him a friend of the program. Yeah, he's you? a friend of the program now. Like, we almost need to make a cartoon head of him, almost one of the biggest cartoon heads. That's how much he is here. I know, <laughs> but always great talking with him, talking to, you know, the captain of the ship and, and get his thoughts on how things are going. And I think let's just send it over to Coach Poppin. We are super excited today to be joined by Tucson Roadrunners head coach, Steve Potvin. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to the, the show. Of course. So it's always my pleasure. You guys know that. <laughs> thank Appreciate you. Appreciate well, Tucson has had a really hot start to the season right now, second in the Pacific Division, a 6-2 and two record. What's clicking for this team right now? Uh, you know what? I think it's uh, by committee. I think that's uh, that's the reason why we've had success early on. You know, it's we've been able to win in, in a lot of different ways. Uh, one night it's our goaltending. One night it's our special teams. One night it's, you know, stifling defense. And then other nights we've been able to score. So, there hasn't been really one reason why, but I, if I had to pick one, it would have to be because of our our committee and the way our team is playing together. You talk about the record right now, uh, Coach, and you, and you look at um, you know where you are compared to this is what we thought last year. This is this is the start I think that we all looked at last year and through injuries and different things that it, it didn't happen. Um, how has this group come together this early in the season? What has been the secret ingredient for all of these guys kind of gelling together? Well, I think a lot of guys came in with uh, some, some real strong objectives to to play and bring their game to the next level. I think that's first and foremost. We have quality people in the room, and and honestly, that they're they're being guided by some some key veteran players. And uh, you know, leadership, as you know, is so important. And and uh, we've got a, a good slew of leaders this year that just bring the calm to the room. And you know, they say the right things at the right times, and they behave in the right way. Then it's easy for everybody to follow and, and feel that sense of calm. If uh, things start to go sideways. Who has stood out to you so far this season? Obviously, you know, Laurent Defund just got called up to Arizona. We talked to Michael Carconi. He's been great, but who else has stood out to you? Uh, you know, you know what it's uh, it, literally, it's been by committee. There's been a lot of standouts. Uh, if I had to, to pick one right off the top of my head would be Kellerman. I think he's one of the guys that uh, you know exactly what to expect every night. You know, he comes in with uh, with the enthusiasm to really actually want to learn, and he puts his best effort every day. He, he's an easy player to 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 really, um, you know, fall. I guess to support. He's just one of those guys that you you want to see do well because he comes every day with the same intention of getting better. You talked about you, you talked about Kellerman, and we we talked on this show of Carconi and Yannick and McCartney, and there's names that are starting to become familiar with Coyote fans. Kellerman's a guy that, that that they haven't heard much about that's coming on. Is there another player or a player or two that you're going, hey, he's not quite there yet, or he's coming, or Coyote fans, this is a guy you should know because you're going to hear about him soon. You know, I, I, I hope that uh, he gets this opportunity, but, uh, you know, not for us has, has played a real significant role this year. He's he's played some real shutdown minutes against some top teams, top players. And uh, you know what? He's a little bit older, but he's one of those guys that just has a real good mindset. You can see he's an elite thinker and the way he closes and shuts 
teams down. It's he's he's a player that might uh, you know show some capabilities of playing at the next level, and and it might be one of those guys that uh, kind of we can rely on up top. So I got to ask you a question to follow up on that one because Craig is a is a stickler for pronunciations on <laughs> names. So when we said Ronald, to me it's K N O T. It's Ronald Not. Now Craig would say I'm way wrong. So what what do you guys call him on the bench? Because this is a guy that's played some pro hockey. Like he's an experienced guy that just came over this year. And we we I say not Ronald Not. So what is the proper pronunciation, Coach? I hope it's not because I've been calling him that all season long. <laughs> okay. right. Craig throws in those European pronunciations and all, I don't know. So What's just, his nickname? I've never been once, so I think that's his name. Yeah. Okay. What, does he have a nickname or just not? Notter. 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 There you go. Notter. Okay. Yeah. That works. <laughs> um, I want to ask you about Matias Michelli. He obviously was a big part of Tucson last year, made the Coyotes roster out of training camp, and we saw him score his first goal of the season on Tuesday night. Um, and he's currently, you know, among the leaders of rookies in the NHL. What are your thoughts on Matias Michelli, both from what you saw last year with Tucson and if you've been able to watch him with the Coyotes this year? Yeah, and really no surprise. You know, honestly, he was a player that, you know, showed that consistency. And I know that word gets thrown around a lot. But, man, if a player can do it at this level for, you know, 30, 40, 50 games, it typically means he's ready to play at the next level. And, you know, that's that's basically what we saw out of him here. And you can see him finding his way at the NHL level. You know, it's what he was doing here wasn't easy for him to really transition to in the NHL to the NHL game. But you could see little pieces, you know, start to really come together for him. And now it's growing and it's building and you can see him really fully developing it into a, a full-time NHL hockey player. That's, that's going to be an impact on, on a team. So it's, it's great to see it. And you know what, we're obviously real happy about it and we're supportive of him for sure. So when you look at your role in the American league, and we've talked about the, the fine balancing act between winning and developing and how you have to do that in American league, that's a little different than, than the goals are in the national league. So you see a player like Michelli, or the start that Laurent fan has had, he, player of the week, he's putting up good numbers, and he gets the phone call. Two questions. One, honestly, what does that feel like for you as the coach that you know you've had a hand in getting these guys along that development path um, for one? And, and then what do you see as the process? Like, do you help when they get that phone call? Hey, who, who's next up? Or, or is it just, hey, we're taking Dauphin and he's gone? Yeah, it's definitely by committee, right? Uh, I, I think sometimes, uh, you know, the the big club that will have an idea of who they want, and you know, the, a lot of times first impressions are are really what uh, you know stands out to the coach, and so it's important for the players to to understand that. But uh, yeah, typically it's by committee, but it's also, you know, at, at times they may need a center, and it's it's just the way it goes, you know, they, they're going to pick by position and not by player, um, you know, and, and for us, what it means, you know, for our process is just that we got to trust it because it's, I think a process that's had some success and, you know, so, you know, you don't want to really attach uh, always the wins and losses to what, how your process is going. And I think it's, it's important to just trust it and make sure that uh, you, you stay with it because, you know, some of the players that have gone up uh, have had some success. And, 
you know, a lot of it is player and individual base, but uh, I, I hope that we play a, a small part of that as well. You've obviously been a part of this coaching staff for a bit. Um, this is your second time around now as head coach of the Roadrunners. How have you grown as a coach since your your first stint, if if anything? Well, I'm still 5'10 and three quarters. <laughs> but but I, I have to say that I, I you know, I, I think what's, different about this time around is is just the staff you know when we were going through the covid time we weren't able to you know work with our development staff we weren't able to bring in another assistant coach and so it was kind of one of those seasons where we're just trying to really get through it you know and now we're we're able to really rely on each other and and we're able to see the game in different ways and we were able to rely on the staff a little bit differently than we would in the past where the players are getting more touches and I think we just have more hands on deck to make it uh, a, a lot easier and and I wouldn't say easier I just think more efficient and, and that brings us to our and, next and sorry question about the bad joke which ties us into the, the the next question perfectly we talked about your coaching staff and the ability to add to it this year and we talked in the preseason about Zach Stortini and, and your thoughts on him but now that you've had a chance to work with him for a few weeks how does he fit in behind the bench for the Roadrunners Oh, tremendously. You know, it's, he's, he's a skilled, smart individual. You know, he knows the game. Uh, I think when you, when you look at Zach's history, you, you, a lot of people might think he's uh, one dimensional, but uh, I'll tell you, he's very skilled and he fits right in with our, our, our staff. You know, he's, he's one of those selfless type of individuals that really is. And, you know, he, he puts himself aside first and, Look, looks for ways to support the environment no matter really what it is. And so, honestly, he's been a real welcome addition. And I know a lot of coaches would say that about their assistants, but uh, I'm extremely lucky to have Zach and, and John and Jake. And, you know, we have Charlie McTavish that's uh, here every other week. And we, we work with Nathaniel Brooks as our skills coach. So, uh, we're, we're really lucky as a staff. I, I think it's a real good functional staff that really has the player's best interest in mind. And so for that, uh, I'm lucky. And I think the, uh, the organization is lucky. And I, we heard from Michael Carconi earlier and, and honestly, coach, this is kind of what we've heard. Everybody's pulling the same rope, all the players, all the coaches, everybody's kind of in this together. And that's kind of made you know, made a little bit of the difference from what you had last year. Everybody's gelling together at the right time. And I think that's led to your success. Let's talk about um, the upcoming schedule. So right now you've got six home games coming up in Tucson, which is great. And you're already, you know, sniffing at the lead in the Pacific division. Well, let's talk about your next opponent. You've got Coachella Valley coming in. And not only will you be facing them this weekend, you will actually be the very first team to play in Coachella Valley. I don't know if you knew that. So you'll be their first yep. opponent to open up their building. Um, thoughts on Coachella Valley coming to the league? Because I remember when we talked about this originally, when the whole idea behind Tucson getting a team was to get teams here in the Southwest. Now you're adding another team. Um, so talk about adding Coachella Valley. And are you going to stop and see a show on the way? Is there any festival? No, <laughs> it's not April, Petey. No, I don't no. know. Like, like I know when Coachella is. Like I got that on my. You screen. know, it's yeah. funny. I, it, it, you're you're right. It does add to the to the West. It it really helps us for for travel um, in in one sense. But it's so expensive there that it's you know it's, it's going to be hard on the budget. But 
Um, <laughs> I, I've been wanting to get to uh, Palm Springs, Coachella for for probably since I've been in the Valley and, and haven't had the opportunity. I've always kind of strayed to California or Mexico or Vegas. And so this will be my first time. So I'm excited for that, you know, on a personal <laughs> level. But, uh, you know, this is this is uh, kind of unique in a sense, too, where there's a Stanley Cup uh, winning coach on the other side of it. So from that standpoint, there's a there's a whole lot of respect from from our team and, and from from the Tucson Roadrunners. So uh, there's a there's a lot of key elements there that uh, we're looking forward to playing against them for for multiple reasons. Obviously, everyone has high expectations coming into every year. Um, but what do you think this team can accomplish this year? Or just what are your personal expectations for this Tucson Roadrunners team? You know, I don't know if uh, their expectations, but my, my goal is to to build a, a, um, a team, you know, and, and that's really been the mindset of trying to build that that brotherhood that Bear talks about uh, in the NHL and and. Really, that's that's what we're striving for. So, you know, I, I think if, if we can build that team and, and really uh, do it by committee uh, from top to bottom, then then, you know, I'm, I'm you know, we want to make the playoffs and we want to go as, as deep and as as far po- as we possibly can. So uh, first things first is just building that team and, and getting to the playoffs. Coach, as always. We want to thank you when we take our trip down the I-10, because I think in this development process that the Coyotes are going through right now, it's very important to keep an eye on what's going down there in Tucson and with the Roadrunners. Thanks again for your time. We know how busy you are, and we're going to be checking in again real soon. Keep it up, and we wish you the best of luck. Appreciate the time, guys. Uh, so much fun hanging with you guys, and anytime you guys uh, need a five, ten and a half guy on your on your broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Out to five eleven, depending on the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, coach. We appreciate your time. Right? <laughs> Thank you again to Tucson Roadrunners head coach Steve Popvin for joining us. PD, one thing that stood out for me in his interview is just how many times he said "by committee." That was yeah. the that was the sense I really got. That that is kind of the overarching theme of of this whole trip down the I ten is that this is a team not just on the ice, but a coaching staff, a staff, a development staff in conjunction with the Coyotes coaching staff that is all on the same page and really working together. And I think that that's one of the things that defines teams that win is they do it together. And and I thought that was, you know, I, I know it's early and they have, they've only played eight games, but but I think this is exciting for what's what's to come down there in Tucson. And I know Steve and his staff have done a really good job of bringing this group together as a group. Um, I'm excited and we'll see what this, we got a six game homestand coming up down in Tucson and what that can do to the six and two record and where they could be after the six games at home. Um, you know what? They're fun to watch. If you are anywhere near the Tucson area, or if you're in the Phoenix Metro area and you want to go watch a hockey game in a fun atmosphere with a team that's working their ass off, drive down the I-10. Next weekend, not this coming weekend, but next weekend, the Coyotes don't play on Saturday or Sunday could be a great opportunity to go down to Tucson their home that on weekend Saturday and Sunday on Saturday and Sunday make a weekend out of it go get the mini donuts at yes. the Tucson arena there's amazing restaurants in Tucson just make a trip out of it I promise you it's super fun I know we have people who listen to the show who live in Tucson we love it so consider a trip down the I-10 it is a blast at those games and the team's been doing well so it's a great product on the ice as well um you know 
we talk about those players getting call-ups and, you know, it's, it's hard to, to come up to a new city and have to find a place and all of that. But when they do find their place, I hope they ch- are checking out more furniture to furnish it because where else would they go? You can spruce up your home right now during More Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture. And right now you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend, which is a unbelievable deal. We have more furniture all over our office. It's amazing. It just makes everything so much more comfortable. And you can too, with especially with the holidays right around the corner. There's nothing like being cozy. Um, and speaking of the holidays, if you're thinking of, you got to start thinking of gifts now. I'm, I'm giving you the heads up. You always think, oh, I have time. And then all of a sudden, it's the week before Christmas and you're scrambling. Let me help you get ahead of this right now. There's sports fans in your life. The PHNX Locker is the place to go, and you can give the gift of some sweet merch. Your favorite PHNX shirt, hat, and even gift cards are available to purchase. Better yet, purchase an annual PHNX membership and receive a PHNX shirt for free. Check the link in our description so you can sign up or check out the PHNX Locker. Lots of exciting stuff coming with PHNX next week with some new membership benefits that we're really excited about. So, yes, stay um, and, tuned. and also, I know we've plugged it every day this week, but I have to keep plugging it. Craig and Petey's article on gophnx.com dissecting what's made the Coyotes power play so successful. We saw it have further success on Tuesday night. Um, it continues to be the power play. I think we could say with confidence is a wagon, Petey. I, there is no doubt the power <laughs> play is a wagon. Wagon. W A G G I N. Yep, exactly. The wagon. Exactly. Yeah, it, you know what? And, and it's funny. It, this is this is right now. Both of these teams are feeling a little bit of synergy. Um, both the Coyotes and Roadrunners are a little bit of a tear. So let's let's see. Enjoy the ride while we can because we we know it is a long season. But it's been a fun trip down the I ten, Leah, as always. Yep, it has been. And you know what? It's great to see an AHL affiliate doing well because that's what you want to see is that team having success because a lot of the players on the roster right now are going to be part of the Coyotes future. Um, and that's really exciting because we are always future focused here. And you look at Lorento fan who got the call up last week, who still hasn't cracked the lineup yet, but we, he will on this road. We'll get a chance to see him. So yeah. I, and we, you know, Carcone going to be here. You know, you're going to see Jan unique and Nathan Smith, and you're going to see these guys wearing a Coyotes uniform, if not this year in the near future. So keep an eye down on Tucson. We will for sure. And we'll keep you updated on anything going on um, with the road runners. Absolutely. Well, this was a, a great trip down the I-Chen. Smooth sailing for you and me, Petey. For Craig, stay tuned. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we appreciate everybody listening. Please like, subscribe, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to have a big day tomorrow on Thursday with the city council, um, you know, possibly weighing a referendum tomorrow. So that's going to be big. We have a game against the Islanders that will be live after possibly during so just stay tuned on the phnx sports youtube channel follow along phnx sports across all social platforms including instagram tiktok facebook all of it and of course follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes you can follow pd at s peters hockey you can follow me at leah merrill 
Petey, always a pleasure to take a trip down the I-10 with you next time we need to go for real because the mini donuts are calling our names and guess what? They don't have them at the moment. Exactly. (laughs) Got to get that measure on the ballot too. How about that? Um, Thanks again, everybody, so much for listening. Thank you again to Michael Carconi and Steve Potvin for joining us and the Tucson Roadrunners. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Wednesday and we'll talk to you tomorrow.